All right, welcome back to the Pelly Pod. Here me with always is Jonathan Palazzo and Tyler and I. My name is Jesse Roger, and we are fresh off the Pell's final preseason game where they took down the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, I guess today's going to be like a little uh, recap. You know, we finally got to see B.I. Um, was going into the season, obviously playing Brooklyn for the first night. Uh, but let's recap preseason. What do you guys like the most? Fuck, dude, I just ate these hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> They're killing me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> boy, sniffling. So I will say, I mean, this was kind of like the cherry on top of the preseason so far. You like and the flats, Jonathan? I, I I prefer the flats. Yeah, drums or flats? Definitely a flats guy. What about you? A uh, flat guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna be unpopular here. I'm gonna say the drums. Fuck, dude. So I just got braces uh, for the wedding, and they're like stuck. Like the hot, the heat is stuck in the braces. Like the metal is hot now. Um. Anyway. The cherry on top of the preseason, in my opinion, was today and seeing how good Brandon Ingram looked. So there's a lot of things I really liked, a few things I didn't like. But if we're starting off with recency bias, we just watched Brandon Ingram, in my opinion, look like the best player on the court um, with a court that saw DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. And by far, I think he looked like he was a, a, a in a different class than almost everybody on the court tonight. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing from preseason that I wish we would have saw is obviously Zion get minutes with, you know, B.I. and uh, C.J. But other than that, I mean, you know, if, if I had a grade the preseason, probably like a, a B, you know? I, yeah, mean, I mean, well, to your question, what was the thing that stood out to you, like, stood positive? Out the mo- positive-wise? Um, yeah. Dude, I'm going to do a cop-out answer. All right. Uh, Trey Murphy. Well, Trey Murphy, he was, has, I mean, his shot is just so quick. Um, he doesn't bring it down. He, I mean, wherever he catches it, he's launching it from. Um, he was pretty consistent with it. Um, and then, like, he also showed he could, like, put the ball on the floor and, you know, make moves to the basket and score there. So, I don't know. He just he looked really good. I think his defense has improved. It is preseason, so we don't know what if the intensity picks up. Past. But – I mean, he's going against NBA starters. Yeah, no, to, definitely. To kind of back your point. I mean, definitely, dude, definitely. his shot is so quick, y'all. Yeah. I mean, there is very little sway in his shot, and there's no room for him to have error in his shot because it's just he catches the ball, and like you said, it's immediately up. I mean, he's like at a Duncan, height where... Like, but like Duncan Robinson-esque, right, with his yeah. shot. But he's a 6'10 athletic freak. Well, that's what I was going to say. He's at a height where you really can't do much about it. Like, once he has the space to to throw it off. And, you know, his range, it's not like he's right on the tiptoe line or shooting corner threes. Like, he'll pull it from 30 feet. Like, no, no problem. He stretches the floor. One of the best floor stretchers I've seen in New Orleans probably ever. And, I mean, in the preseason. In the, in the preseason. Yeah, if, this, preseason. if this translates was, to regular season, He was yes. that in crunch time for us last year. Absolutely in, agree. In crunch time. Not, Absolutely agree. Not end the season minutes and where it was all on the line for each team. He came out and he played the same way. So I, I think it's expected of that from him now. But um, I think it's a safe bet to say he probably yeah. makes the biggest leap this year compared to last year. Yeah, I don't know. Out of players um, that saw the court. Yeah. I mean, just, just by watching it, I mean... I don't think. I don't think it will be Herb. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think it'll be Herb. I'm not um, ready to. My opinion is I'm not ready to uh, say who will be the breakout. But Trey looks. Trey looks like Trey he's looks the favorite like right he's now. the favorite. Yeah. To your point, I agree. 
I agree. How I about you, Tyler? What's your, what's your biggest standout of the preseason? I would say the depth of the team. Like, just from being a Pelicans fan in general, I was talking to Jesse about it earlier, but, you know, <laughs> any other Pelicans team in New Orleans history starting off the season, you'd have guys like Larry Nance starting. Mm-hmm. You'd have Devontae Graham starting. We had him starting last year, mm-hmm. you know. And these guys are coming off the bench, and you're like, man, how's he going to get? And then you're like, oh, shit, you know, I forgot about Kyra. And, you know, he's close to coming back. You know, Jackson Hayes is only going to be out for a couple weeks. Like, he, you know, like the the amount of depth they have in the front court and in the back court is just kind of insane. And it's good for a team that's consistently injured. But to the depth point, you know, our first three preseason games, we had three guys who are all going to come off the bench, score 20-plus points. You know, Jose, Devontae, and Trey. So... Um, and I think that's a good thing for this team with guys who haven't proven they can stay healthy for 80 games is that we have guys who can step up, maybe not all season, but, you know, 15 to 20 games during the season. These are all guys I would feel comfortable counting on, you know, yeah, through uh, the wear and tear. And, and and just kind of piggybacking off of that, um, I, I think um, – I like tonight, right? We didn't even see uh, Willie Hernan Gomez, right? Yeah, we didn't see Willie. That's a good he point. He didn't play. Mm-hmm. We didn't um, see Garrett Temple, thank did, God. Yeah, no Garrett Temple minutes. <laughs> so it, it's kind of interesting to see what the uh, what the rotation is going to be. Um, yeah, that's a good question. That was something I wanted to ask y'all, if y'all think y'all got an idea. I, have no idea. I, I, I don't have a solid I usually clue. have like at least a solid clue, but I actually don't. Well, we know our starters. I think the first... <clears throat> The first guaranteed three coming off the bench, in my opinion, is Graham, Murphy, and uh, it's got to be Larry Nance. And Larry Nance. Six. Yeah, but I mean, dude, just to just to continue the conversation with depth, and a lot of people, um, or at least I, I felt like this was a sentiment where we had too many people on this team, and maybe we need to trade some pieces to get a bigger fish. No, I almost feel like. The top being heavy is thoroughly important in the playoffs, right? Where yeah. where the top seven, I mean, we saw Alvin Gentry only play seven guys. We really only had seven guys worth worthy of minutes, but most teams limit their rotation to seven, eight guys in the then playoffs. It's um, it's about nine, but right, but yeah. I mean, seven or eight guys are getting heavy minutes. There's nine, ten guys might be matchup type of things. Yeah, yeah, but we saw this preseason alone why depth is so important. You're going to have games where Zion might tweak an ankle. Yep. You're going to have games where Jackson Hayes, for some reason, elbow is whatever his elbow is doing. I mean, Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, he misses games from time to time. He tweaks things. So, like, it's nice to have this death because now we don't have scrubs coming in. We have – if Brandon Ingram's not playing, we plug in in Trey Murphy. You know what I'm saying? If 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 if, if C.J. McCollum has a couple of rest days, we have – Jose Alvarado, we have Dyson Daniels. We have guys that can get the job done. So the depth is thoroughly important if we want to get to a seed where we feel comfortable uh, in the playoffs. And to me, that's top six. And I think it's not only depth where it's like, okay, this guy's one, two, and three. They got guys all over that lineup and coming off the bench that can play multiple positions. So Trey Murphy was playing the four tonight, but it can easily come behind Brandon Ingram. Yeah, most right, nights, right, you right. know, yeah. like Dyson Daniels, he could play one through three, um, you know, so uh, that's just really Larry Nance can play the four or the five, whichever one you need him to play. Wow. Like, 
So that's pretty. That's another pretty. I mean, you got to give kudos to David Griffin. Like whether it was by design, by accident, whatever. He's got. I mean, with the Pelicans, as always, we had a top-heavy team, no depth forever when we were good. Now he's got what's seemingly a top-heavy team and tons of depth with versatility on top of it. No matter what John Hollinger says, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that dude. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> yeah, turn that shit up, Justin. What's up, motherfucker? I can't wait to play that later in the season for John Hollinger. <laughs> I um, hate that bastard so But much. yeah, I, yeah, I'm so happy you said versatility because his whole thing in that article, and he kind of somewhat complimented us, but I'm not even going to pitch it because we don't even subscribe to The Athletic anymore. We unsubscribed, right, Tyler? Literally because of John Literally Hollinger. Literally because John Hollinger's takes making the front fucking page of the NBA, shitting on the Pelicans and talking out of his ass. But we are versatile. Like, we have guys that can fill multiple positions. And we said this on previous episodes, as the league is starting to go towards positionless basketball, you don't worry about positions. And the Pelicans aren't. They're just bringing in guys that can straight up play. Herb Jones can play, what, two through four? It seems like Dyson Daniels can play almost one through four. He was guarding John Collins at times tonight. So we just have guys that can come in and play good minutes. We're deep. We're versatile. And I trust this staff to find the rotation that works. And I don't think it's going to be that difficult if I'm being honest, because we have so many guys that can play so many different positions. Yeah. I mean, you look at the days of old of the Pelicans, it was Eton Moore was our only small forward for like two years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, now you got three or four guys who are six, eight plus you can throw at that spot. You know, Najee Marshall will be lucky if he gets off the bench most nights. Um, I mean, and I think to be honest, I say that, but I really think Najee is a guy Willie likes to throw as almost like a curveball to teams just because of his aggressiveness yeah. to kind of throw his guys off. Um, but anyway, you know, going off topic here, but uh, I would say, like, in general, the versatility is good, but we still have no idea, you know, as much as we know what the starters are going to look like, we have no idea what they're actually going to look like when they get on the court. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for we me... We don't. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing is, like, I, I can't even begin to tell you what the rotations are going to look like. Because, uh, what, fucking two weeks ago when we did a pod, I, I would have told you that Dyson Daniels wasn't going to get minutes, right? I thought he was going to spend a lot of time in a G League. Yeah, that was my hot take. And I'm going to say that is completely incorrect. His He's defense like, is so good. He's so fucking long. I mean, he blocks. Athletic. Um, but he's been coming off first. Off with the bench units too. I mean, I don't know if that's. I I think he now gets more minutes than Jose. He almost. I, there's no way he gets more minutes than Jose. I think so. You can't not play him. Yeah. Right. Like they were talking, He's not. He's did not, you see the interview they said they had with the guy T.J. Saint, the head coach of the I squadron? did not. I missed it. They were talking about Dyson coming, and the way he was talking, he's like, you know, I almost don't know if he's gonna be playing for us. the G League at all. Yeah, he's yeah. like, but if he does, you know, we're ready here and there. But, like, the way he was talking, it was like... Well, the one thing I like about Dyson is he doesn't have to compete with other guards. Like, he doesn't have to compete with Jose for minutes because Jose's a, primarily a ball-handling guard. Dyson can I, do that, or he can play off-ball and play the 2-3 f- position. I think what they said about Dyson, which was interesting, and you're correct, Jonathan, with that, and I, I think Willie likes that, but I think there's a theme if we go, like, beyond maybe, like, the basketball stuff of it is, like, how much of a professional he is and how much, like, Herb Jones was last mm-hmm. year. And we heard, like, B.I. talk about that recently. But, yeah. you know, I think coaches notice that, and they're like, okay, this dude is all business. Like, 
we're going to give him minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think Willie's scared to do that. And it's nice to have guys like Herb on a team and Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum, and apparently Zion Williamson was affected by this. Those dudes just work. I mean, but all, yeah, it's all yeah. we hear is they just work their little asses off, and it's, it's playing dividends. <laughs> he said their little, their little asses <laughs> off. But you, you saw Dyson on defense, man. I didn't see him get, like, burned at all. I mean, no. he took Trey – he blocked Trey Young's shot tonight, like – you know, he took yeah. them on, and guys are driving to the rim. He's perfectly in position, yeah. leading them right to the big for the help. Uh, just things that 19-year-olds don't do, and it's like I feel like we're kind of spoiled as Pelicans fans because now we're going to think every rookie we ever get should be able to play defense. But, I mean, this is rare stuff that we're seeing. Yeah, and I, I have to eat crow on this, man. I mean, <clears throat> I was completely wrong uh, two years ago, and I kind of got blindsided because the Atlanta Hawks, of all people – Went into the playoffs saying, let's just out offense everybody, you know? Yeah. And last year, it kind of bit them in the ass. I think they were second in offense, but like 29th in defense. Yeah, that's it, exactly what it was. Um, and it, it kind of bit them in the ass last year. But uh, I went into the draft saying, look, we, we'll teach them defense. We'll teach them discipline. But Pelicans went the completely opposite route. And picking guys like Herb Jones, even Trey Young. Trey Young was known for his defense at Virginia. Uh, and... Herb Jones, known for his defense at Alabama. And then you bring in Dyson Daniels, and everybody said the same thing. This dude was an elite defender last year, but he had trouble with his offense. Two years ago, I'm saying, keep him the fuck away from this team. I don't want to see another guy that can't shoot. But the dude comes in, works his butt off. Apparently, his shot's getting better. It looked much cleaner tonight than what we saw even in a summer league. Yeah. And then he comes in, and he's just making every right play almost every time on defense. And... I think we as Pelicans fans, or at least me as Pelicans fans, if I, as a Pelican fan, um, if I'm making this about me, because it is about me, right? Everything's about me. That's that's how that's how our generation thinks. Uh, but if I'm if I'm looking at this, my eyes are more trained to witness the positive effects of the little things on defense and how that affects the game overall. And Dyson does all of those little things really well. Yep. Yeah, I mean, no, defense is going to make offense easier, and good offense is going to make defense easier. I mean, they work hand in hand. You can't have, you can't be a good team and not have good of either. You know, like you can't be just this great defensive team and have a good offense. It usually doesn't work that way. You, you need both. Do you think this team? Do you think the front office? I mean, I'm just, I don't want to put words in their mouth and talk for them, but do you think this front office says, "Dude, we're going to score the hell out of the ball with these guys that we have"? Maybe we focus on defense a little bit more in the draft. I think so. Do you, you think yeah. that's accurate? I mean, we have two, in my opinion, amazing generational talent and on the offensive side of the ball and Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson add CJ McCollum to that. So you got to be thinking when they're drafting these guys, are like who can come in and help out our defense? Yeah, I mean, if they're really believing in a core of B.I. and Zion, you know, being with the Pelicans for a long time, I mean, those are two offensive-oriented guys, and as of right now, you know, in the preseason, continue to show this. These are guys that aren't going to be good on the defensive end. Um, you need to put defensive guys around them, guys that don't need the ball as much and guys that can connect outside of it. And I think when they saw Dyson Daniels, they were like, that's the guy, you know. Herb Jones, they were like, that's the guy. You know, they, they, they want these guys who work hard who are going to come in and play within a role because that's what they need more than anything. They need guys who know roles who can be effective, great role players around the stars. Do you have another positive that you want to add besides that from this preseason? I would say the Zion gravitational effect is still there. 
And even in his worst nights, he's still a wrecking ball. What'd you think about him at the five? I thought it was like, it, I, I, you know, I'd heard somebody, I think I was listening to the Donker spot and I think I heard them talk about it. Uh, but, you know, Zion at the five is like, you're going to give up, you're going to hemorrhage points on the defensive end, but you're going to score 140 points, you know, uh, you're going to have 140 offensive rating throughout the game with Zion at the five. And I wonder if, I just wonder if Zion was like where he can be defensively. That's like my, that's like my thing. Cause it's like, he can't rotate right now. He can't help out defensively. He's sloppy on drives. It's like, you can't play the five for that long if that's the case. Cause I think when he was on the floor, we were just giving up a lot of points, but he was, he was bullying guys like Dwayne Dedman, who is, a big, big freaking dude. You know he's bullying them guys. So, uh, and Zion, Zion knows how to find the man if he's not getting where he's getting a shot. I mean, you saw. I don't know if you watched the Miami Heat game, but to start the game off, they all got sucked into the Zion black hole. He threw it to Herb uh, on the wing. Herb's wide open in the corner, so wide open he just drove in and dunk it. Yeah, like <clears throat> no, I, I agree. Um, it looks like both of our hot takes from the last episodes in trouble. Uh, I said, yeah. uh, I said Dyson won't play that much. I, I think he's gonna play now. You can go take mine behind and, the uh, shed and shoot it. <laughs> oh and, man! Uh, Tyler said that Zion was gonna be All NBA defense, and I didn't say no, All I NBA. Know. <laughs> I didn't say All NBA. I know. Hold I know. on, man. He, he said, said first, po- team, he first said, team All defense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, uh, defense player of the year. That's he what I said, said uh, what he's gonna be a net positive. Yeah, uh, he still looks like a net negative right now, but that oh, could change. He's a big net negative right now. That could change. It's you know, it depends on who he's out there with too. That could that could that could make a difference. But I agree, man. Zion at the five, I like that a lot. Um, you saw the gravity. He still, I think, could find guys even more. But he does get in those modes where he's just like, "I'm gonna go get a bucket." And I think this team could. Yeah, but I think that's. It, I think the team could have actually used that tonight when yeah. Atlanta did their 17, yeah, so, 17 yeah. point run. So that would be a perfect time to say, "Zion, just go get a bucket." We talked about this earlier, but we think the way they should approach. I don't know if you agree with this, Jesse, or not, but me and Jonathan said this. The way they should approach maybe the Brooklyn game is kind of keep the offense like it was last year and let Zion kind of play the Jackson Hayes role, but just, you know, where he eats off the boards, gets the easy buckets, transition stuff, and then kind of take him out early and then pull him back in with the bench unit and just let him go to work. But if the offense stalls at any point with the starters – then, then hand it to Zion and let him work. Yeah, I think you know, but don't try to force it to Zion where everybody's just watching. Like let let Bi and CJ try to get theirs first because Zion has shown before that he can play off of others. Right, I I, I agree. There there will be opportunities for Zion to have the ball in his hands, but we don't need him to be with this cast. Like I really don't think we need him to be that ball dominant Giannis type of player no and that and you know if he gets a rebound bring it up to court and yeah. go at him like mm-hmm. no no problem but like he doesn't need to force it like he did in the stan van gundy era it doesn't need to be my turn your turn type stuff just let zion it's it's a lot easier said than done because i i would still bet they're going to give zion his touches in the post almost immediately because i mean is, is brooklyn even that big in the well that's court? one thing that's one thing i liked about alvin gentry they called it the fast break post yeah. Like he would go down and post before they could double team him. 
Because, um, I mean, what Willie likes offensively about Zion is Zion's quick to make a decision. Yeah, he is. But, I mean, I think we're in, a, we're in accordance here by saying Zion doesn't need to be force-fed the ball yeah. with the starters. There's just too many playmakers there. Like, CJ's, CJ with the ball, uh, BI with the ball, Zion with the ball. It's really, whoever gets the rebound, just go. Just so let's, go, 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 go. Let's put it this way. Primary score, in your opinion... I With mean, it doesn't unit? have to be this, but let's say throughout the whole season, mm-hmm. who would you ideally think should be the primary scorer by the time it's said and done? Would you say B.I.? That's a tough question. Because uh, if you're just talking about scoring. Yeah, just just, just scoring, score, it's probably Zion. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be Zion. And if you're talking but about if that's like, the case, they would have to, you'd have to start your offenses with Zion, essentially. Not mm-hmm. all the time, but. I don't. Zion's going to get his regardless. Yeah. You know, even if he, even if it's just cleaning up other mistakes at the rim. Yeah, I just wonder if he can score twenty seven again, doing that. I don't think we need him to. Yeah, because I think Bi is trying to get break his twenty five point barrier he's been on for years. I mean, Bi sounds like he wants to be the guy. The Pelicans have him labeled as the guy. I think the person that takes. A major step back in terms of like scoring will be CJ. Oh yeah, no, 100%. yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I I could see CJ averaging maybe like 15, 16 points per game this year. Probably be higher than that. Yeah, I'd put him at the eighteen right? but yeah, it don't matter. It's yeah, points yeah. I don't points think he's there. too worried about it. But you you just gotta you do have to think about those things, right? Because you do have you have three twenty points per game guys. You got two of them that average over twenty five. Well, and we, CJ averages close to 20. So you got three guys that are hovering around at 25 points per game mark uh, these past couple years. And you do kind of wonder, like, who is going to put up their shots and who's not. But I th- if you can stagger those three guys, I yeah. think you're going to be fine. And then I think with, with CJ, too, like, even if his points per games drop, I think his assist numbers will go up. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I so. think the... I think the other thing you got to consider with Zion's offensive role too is like you know maybe the defense is struggling and the guys need a break. Just give the ball to Zion. He's getting fouled. Yeah. You're, you're stopping the clock. Like if there's one thing that showed me is like he is getting to the line. I think the take foul, new take foul rule is going to benefit this team immensely with the way we want to play. Only seen one called. Tonight was the first time I've ever seen. Yeah, I haven't seen him call. Well, because they're not taking the foul. They're not taking the foul. Yeah, you know, they're not taking the foul. So, um, yeah, that's going to benefit. And we're just going to run, run, run with Zion in there. And uh, with the second unit, and if he has to be that go-to guy, he could be that go-to guy, you know. Put him in there with Trey Murphy. Put him in there with Jose or Devontae Graham. Put him in Mm -hmm. there with a couple more shooters. And let's see what happens, man. That would be fun. So what didn't you like from the preseason? I mean, I tweeted this out. CJ McCollum looked a little out of shape to me. His shot looked flat. He looked a little sloppy with his handles. He uh, made a couple of nice catch-and-shoot threes with Zion driving the ball uh, these past few games. But, yeah, CJ, I don't know, man. He just looked like he lost a little step or two. I I feel like he's going to get those game legs under him, and he actually looked better this game towards the end compared to the other games. But I would say CJ's been kind of like a little bit of a disappointment. I, he's shooting like 20% from the field or something like that. Um, yeah. yeah. You'd expect him to come in a little bit more game ready, but maybe at his age he does have to warm up a little bit more, and we'll see 
we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm not worried about it, but overall preseason, CJ McCollum did not look good. What about you, Jesse? Uh, well, I first want to say that um, just turning 31 and CJ being 31, <laughs> well, we're not in the same peak athletic. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is much harder to get yourself fucking motivated to do something at 31, that's for sure. <laughs> Once you once you crack that thirty Jesse's, barrier, Jesse's thirty one going on forty two. Oh, once you crack that thirty barrier, dude, like it's like your body just says, "Fuck it, I gave you twenty good, you know, thirty good years." <laughs> Netflix feels so much better at thirty one. Yeah, yeah. But um, as far as a, a disappointment, um, I don't know. I really there wasn't too many times besides like CJ's, you know, lackluster shooting. Um. There wasn't too many times where I was like looking around, going like, "Yeah, I'm disappointed in this team right now." I, I mean, like the the most disappointed I felt was tonight in the second quarter, when they just got, I mean, bombarded by the Hawks. But I mean, I can't sit here and say that I can't expect teams to to do that, right? Like if if we punch a team in the mouth, a team that has Trey Young will most likely punch back, you know, because he can. Yeah. Just, it, it's so easy for him to get them back into the, to to the game, but um. No, I, there's not too much I was disappointed about. Maybe the Garrett Temple minutes over the first couple of games. Oh, my God. Um, what about the... I don't mean to interject, man, but I'm just thinking, did you find the rotations questionable at all? No. No, because okay. of okay. the injuries and stuff, that too. And I don't know how much preseason was Willie just trying to figure out okay. who, play, who can play with who and who should get the majority of the minutes. I think... I think as much as like we're questioning in it, I think they're kind of doing the same thing too, right? Like finding out who can play together. I mean, like let's be realistic. Like while they're in training camp and doing these things, right? While they're in, you know, they have these preseason games. Um, I think it still matters watching them on the court, real game time, and yeah. then figuring out where these pieces fit. The most you could probably learn was off of tonight since tonight was dress rehearsal night and you saw Garrett Temple didn't get minutes. Yeah. Willie didn't get minutes. Because Willie didn't get minutes a few games last season. Um, oh, majority of the season. Yeah. So but that, I thought he would have got minutes with he, Hayes being out. So, yeah, I, I would say he out. would probably get – he's probably still going to get minutes just because, I mean, it's just Larry back there yeah. right now is big depth with uh, with Jackson Hayes out as far yeah. as center minutes. Um. Yeah, I would say my negative. I don't really, ha I don't really have one, but I, I think it. Looking at the preseason and how much the starters got to play together, I think it's going to be a bit slower to start than fans are going to be comfortable with. I think it's going to be a very uh, like I think it's just going to take. I uh, I think Willie's and them are smart enough to have a game plan to go, but it's a lot different. To say, hey, we got this plan. We know how we want to do it, and then adjust to when how teams are going to attack them, and them trying to get wins every night, you know, while getting used to Zion um, and these guys wanting bigger roles uh, on the team. Because uh, I mean, that's a few guys, and it's just going to be interesting to see how they adjust and who can't and who can. I don't know. It's it's just. Um, it's just a feeling I got. I'm, I don't have any hard evidence from the preseason. Yeah, but. I think that's that was definitely a disappointment was we didn't get to see the starters play together a single minute. I just think it's going to be awkward. So, I mean, you, I guess you can add injuries into that. I mean, Jackson Hayes looked like he was ready to play, and then he gets injured. Zion, of course. 
the one player I just wanted to not have anything happen to. Like, I don't even want him to tweak. I didn't want a shoestring to come untied too early. I didn't want anything. Um, but he gets injured, and then C.J. McCollum was battling with the injury, and Brandon Ingram was battling with injuries. So it's like the one thing we don't want to hear is injuries. And uh, for some reason with this team, it always pops up. I just hope that tomorrow, I mean, I'm sorry, the next game, which is on Wednesday, yeah. Uh, we just we just come in with no injuries to report besides Jackson Hayes and Kyra Lewis. So hopefully that's it. We oh. need, and I heard you know them say this about Minnesota, but I would put us in the same thing. We need to go into this regular season like not the whole long term look. Like you know, um, oh you know, we'll rest our guys here and there. We need to go into this season trying to win as many games as possible with as much as our players as possible i mean when a guy's hurt a guy's hurt but yeah. rest days leaving them out and stuff like that like tanking days are over playing days should be over if we're trying to be a serious team you need a you need a good start and guys need to play as much as possible um and they need they can't they can't take nights off which i'm not too worried about a willie green team but yeah you and can't man, take it, nights off and i really like the Jonas valanciunas outlook on this when he had this post-game interview today they were talking about the regular season and he was like we're ready like it's time it's time to go we're ready to go to work we're ready for this first game so you can tell having veterans on a team like him and cj mccullum um and even larry nance jr they know how important it is obviously they know how important it is because they've been talking about it in interviews um it's important for, it's important from day one so uh going into this regular season game i do think they're going to be ready Coach Green seems to know how important it is to be ready. Uh, but on top of that, Tyler, like you said, it's going to be – there's no nah. way they come in looking absolutely perfect because they, well, they haven't played a single minute together. Yeah, and w- with that said, there's some t- there's, I've seen glimpses during the preseason. I don't know if y'all feel this way, but there's some glimpses where I'm like, dude, they could honestly come in and just start beating the shit out of some teams. I like, hope so. Where we're yeah. like – we are like on cloud nine as a Pelicans fan base, thinking we are like untouchable. Like, there are just some things that happen in the game where I'm like, dude, how do you stop this team? I mean, this ain't like last year where we were debating with Jesse, like, no, no, it'll be a start. <laughs> oh, man. It's yeah. like, is Trey Murphy going to be a 40 or a 50% three point shooter this season? Like, yeah. You know, it's 50%. <laughs> dude, he's. he's like you just see some shit man with this team and you're like dude they got so much everywhere like there's not a guy where i'm like dude this dude fucking sucks until garrett temple who's like 14 or 15 comes in like you know i mean there's gonna be guys where they have their bad nights and stuff of course but i don't know man it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting i think it's just gonna be how well do our starters adjust and fit in is really where we're gonna see this team's potential but. Yeah, and the first 10 games are pretty rough. What do we got? So, obviously, first game is Brooklyn. That game, I was I thought it was a gimme a month ago. Now it's like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. They, look, they look good. Because <laughs> a, really a month ago was like, oh, uh, no Kevin Durant. Ben Simmons is back. is still fucked. Fuck, Kyrie's yeah. getting traded to the Lakers. No, that's going to be a... Uh, I, I think that's going to be a tough one. Um, yeah. Then we go to Charlotte. I, that's... That's winnable. Lamelo probably won't play. No, no, Lamelo's yeah, so, not playing. He's yeah. not playing. Um, then we come home against Utah. Um, if we don't win that game, Jesus. 
But uh, then we go Dallas, Phoenix, Clippers, Lakers, Golden State, Atlanta. Wait, you went way too fast. Holy Phoenix. shit. That's Alex. rough. Dude, yeah. Dallas, Dallas Phoenix, Phoenix, Clippers, Lakers. Well, actually, I'll give you versus Dallas at Phoenix, at LA Clippers, at LA Lakers, versus Golden State, at Atlanta, at Indiana. That's our first Ooh, 10 games. That's shit. pretty fucking rough. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? They can't. They, That's they really cannot rough. start slow this season because not only does starting slow, you, you're already given a leg up in a West that you're going to be fighting with all these teams for spots. But you have to show them, hey, we're here. Like, you have to worry about us when it's playoff time. Yeah, I mean, you at know. some point, you got to be the team Golden that people State, circle. Golden yeah. State yeah. always takes it easy at the beginning of the season. Take advantage of that. Fuck that. Like, they, they got their championships. We don't. You need to be hungrier than Golden yeah, State. Dude, call Draymond Green a triple single. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, get, you need get to him come. to throw a punch at you. Get they, him kicked out the game. They need to be, they cannot be coming out like they're the best team out there. They need to be yeah. coming out like the underdogs every night and just showing them like, hey, you know, we're coming in with that underdog mentality, but we're better than you. You like we did against Phoenix, you know? And they can dude, that seems like a tough schedule, but this ain't the old Pelicans team no more. If they wanted to, they could go seven and three in that No, tent. absolutely, but Stretch. Um, I, I think it is like the fucking schedule makers definitely didn't do us any favors. I mean, like we come we come home for two like games all and, top then, of the West. and then right out we go on a West Coast trip to Phoenix, Clippers, and Lakers, you know, and then come home to face Golden State. I mean, ah, dude, I just, I, I, that's a that's a rough. Have you first. ever seen the Emperor's New Groove? Yeah, it's my favorite. Like when he's going over the waterfall, he's like waterfall, 50 foot drop, bunch of jagged rocks at the bottom, bring it on. Bring it on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pelicans should be yeah, right now yeah uh, definitely. bring it on baby um but no like i said I, I i at the end of the day you have to beat good basketball teams to be a good basketball team so fuck Wait, it let's can just you go into what's it. the spread on the nets game i'm just wondering it's gotta be oh, nets or favorites um, i'd probably say nets minus three if i had to guess i don't let's see i, I can't get internet in even, here how do you even check that just do nets versus pelican spread Okay, hold up. But um, they gotta, they gotta so start hot. They're giving the Pelicans four points, I think. Okay, okay. and the so money you were close, Jonathan. The yeah. over under is two thirty. Jesus, and Damn. I don't know Pound. what I don't know what money line means. Pound the over on that money line is if you just bet whoever to win. Mm, okay, okay, yeah. So like, I'm guessing what Brooklyn's what minus one forty or something like that. One eighty. One eighty. Oh yeah. shit. Okay. Mm. If you bet 100, you win 180 if you bet the Pelicans. Okay, gotcha. Um, Yeah, so Brooklyn's favored by four points. That's actually pretty good. Fuck. You know? That, I mean, I that, gotta, look, I that, told myself that, I wouldn't Listen, bet. that is a home opener with uh, Kevin Durant, like, as the, the guy on the team, and they're only given four points, like, to the – you know, Pels, like that is and I feel like they're Kevin, getting respect from Vegas right now. I feel like Kevin Durant destroys us every time we play him too. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be interesting. See, he obviously Herb's gonna year. be playing him, but one thing I, I wanted to say I am scared of is like I'm kinda scared like teams are gonna try to target because I saw it against Miami when it was their dress rehearsal. They targeted Zion on defense and not that you know Zion was allowing scoring or anything like that, but they were trying to get the fouls on him and get him out the game quick. Yeah, I'm worried about that with him to start the season off. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I I am worried about it. That is true. Uh, but 
I'm not as worried about it because of how deep we are, like we said yeah. earlier. Um, Brooklyn's not as deep, but that's a good team. I mean, that's one of the top heaviest team in the league. They got three All NBA talent. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Do it's they have? Tough. Is Joe Harris healthy for them? I don't know. I think that's the difference maker if he is. I know Seth no. Curry is right. Yeah, Seth Curry. I mean, you still got Patty Mills. They got your boy from uh, Utah. What's his name? Power forward, Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal. He's good. Joe uh, Harris. Joe, Joe Harris? Harris is ready. Yeah, he's just day to day. Seth Curry's day to day. Son of a bitch. Um. Yeah, dude. You know, just rest them, Brooklyn. Y'all got to worry about the playoffs. Just, I'll take any break I can get. But y'all uh, see us winning, giving up a fight. I I always see us winning and putting up a fight. <laughs> I mean, that's just. <laughs> I'm never not gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for sure. Um, yeah, I think we can. I think we match up well with almost every team in the NBA. Just we just got to find our groove, man. Last year we found our groove, and now we enter it in a huge piece in zion so here's my strategy for the brooklyn game hack a ben hack a ben why not that dude can't make a free throw to say literally save his life yeah the yeah one thing worse than his free throw shooting is like john john kennedy's political commercials simmons that's right up there with ben simmons <laughs> shooting for him yeah uh, but i'm excited y'all. we're fucking here yep. yeah yeah, we're a week away. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm ready, man. Uh, we got to start big. You're going to the Utah game, right? I got tickets to Utah. You didn't get your tickets? I didn't get them yet. Okay. I'll be there. I'll be in the building. Meg and I will be there. I will uh, be there vicariously through y'all. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be... Hopefully, I have a better effect on the Pelicans than the Saints. Because every time I go to a Saints game, they lose. I think I'm 1-9 in nine with I'm the Saints hoping, games these past three I'm years. I'm hoping the Saints caught... No offense if there's any like more Saints fans listening to this, but I'm hoping the Saints caught the Pelicans bad juju and like we're cleansed now and we just start rocking shit. No yeah. injury bug. All the good stuff. We just, so just talking this out, the only game I'll be able to go to is uh the November twelfth game against Houston. That's the only game this season or uh for the in for the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable future, yeah. Well, they go to the Houston game. Definitely get so tickets. We definitely got to go sucks. to the Houston game, yeah. Houston's going to be tanking so hard, it's not even going to be fun. Oh, dude, I think there's going to be a lot of teams racing to the bottom. For We didn't talk about that either, the the tanking that's going to come because of Wembenyama. Just let the Lakers do it for us. <laughs> let the pig. Let the pig Did you see more. Russell Westbrook's coming off the bench for him? Oh, dude, Anthony Davis is already out. <laughs> He's got lower back soreness oh, already. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm so sick of that <laughs> broke back. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. God, I hate Anthony Davis, dude. I yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an interesting, fun season. But um, the only thing worse than Anthony Davis's health is John Kennedy's political. Uh, here he goes again. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh shit! All right, uh, call your um, call your leading score for the Pels. I won't make y'all guess a win, but call your. Who's gonna score l- for the Brooklyn Nets game for the Pels? Oh, for the Pels? Yeah. Oh, I think Bi comes out with I a think statement. Bi, yeah. Okay. Statement game for yeah. Bi. That'd be yeah. nice. Yeah. I mean, he probably wants to pass. If he wants to be the best, he's got to pass Kevin Durant first. I think it's a huge I, statement game. You want honest opinion? I, I think. God, I don't. He's gonna say he thinks Bi is better than Kevin Durant. I, 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 want, I think Bi is. I don't. I don't care how far in the in the future we go. I think B.I. will always be the better player. The best player on the Pelicans team. Oh. Oh, for the Pelicans. I yeah. gotcha. Yeah. 
I, I just think he does so many things well. And uh, yeah, I think B.I. is the guy, dude. You can't convince Yeah, I me think otherwise. if we're talking from a pure basketball point, I don't really think there's really even that many players better than Brandon Ingram. And I'm not trying to start yeah. this like whole like hot take debate like no, I who's more important Ingram no, or Zion. I dumb. just think like if 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 we're talking like just in terms of basketball, this I think Bi is our guy. I I think he's our our leader. You know. Do you think this is a uh, second All Star season for Bi? Um. That's tough, That's man. Tough, Especially dude. with like Kawhi coming back, yeah, AD coming back, Paul George. Um, I mean, just. But if he's if he's if Phoenix the, Bi, right? Yeah, it's very well a possibility. And um, a big a big narrative is the team's record as a whole. Too. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that's uh, that's a big part of it. Like, I mean Atlanta had like what that Atlanta team like four or five years ago had yeah. like four all stars and, and none of them were games. really yeah. all star players. Yeah. Maybe besides Al Horford, but they won fifty games. Yeah, so that changes it. Yeah. So yeah, if we're winning basketball games and, and Bi is doing his thing on a nightly basis, then and there's I think no the reason. national media definitely has their eye on us right now. Yeah, and I don't even think it's just because yeah. of Zion. Because before it was because of Zion, but now it's because like, hey, Jose Alvarado, you know, Bi, Willie Green, like, these are all guys that are getting big attention in the NBA in general. So uh, there'll be eyes on us, and I hope they're feeling it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, we've been wanting this for a really long time, right? Like the Pelicans to be the center of the basketball attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gotten what we wish for, and now it's time to to put up, you know. We go into a watch party for that Wednesday game? I won't be there. You working, huh? I'll be working, dude. You son of a bitch. I got work so early the next morning, dude. Well, all right. Dude, the only thing worse than working that early in the morning (laughs) (laughs) is John Hollinger articles. Oh, yeah, dude. (laughs) That is correct. So until I win this uh, $494 million from the Mega Millions. uh, Oh, shit. Wrong one. What's up, motherfucker? My bad. I just we got Jonathan messing with the board. Yeah, yeah, my bad. My bad. So no, but so it's on to the season, and uh, we'll we'll hopefully we'll have a full squad ready. Zion will be back, and uh, we'll obviously our first game is not the easiest, but the next one's pretty easy. And the the home opener, if we if we go in good. that home opener and kick Brooklyn's ass, we're doing a. I'm saying it. We're doing an emergency podcast. Up, motherfucker. That's what I'm saying after that game. <laughs> <laughs> we're going on talking yeah. shit. Yeah. No, we'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna be so tired after that game, man. You'll be hyped, Johnson. Well, it should lie. be a, it should be an early it should be an early game, it's right? An East Coast game, so hopefully it's a little earlier. Boy, we were winning some play in and playoff games yeah. last year. Jonathan's like, I didn't go to sleep till three thirty. So <laughs> that was the most the watch party that we had was the most fun I've had in a long time. So the Brooklyn like games at six thirty, the Charlotte games at six, the Utah games at six. Oh Ooh, shit! Okay, that's not bad. Games. The nice. fucking Phoenix game is at nine p.m. Yeah, what a and then shocker! Wait, it's at nine p.m. and then the Pelicans have to turn around and play on sunday at 2 p.m why the next day not the next day like two, uh so it's friday they're off saturday and they play sunday at two. Oh, that's not too bad but that is where at at home or no away all that's an away game away. yeah that's and then at? away so yeah, at but, phoenix for 9 p.m uh-huh. at la clippers for two oh my god at la and then at la lakers for 9 30 p.m so the Pelicans. 9 30 p.m which day tuesday uh Wednesday. Oh, so yeah, a little right. bit of break. They play Friday, Sunday, Wednesday. I'd so a little bit of break, but it's still that Clippers game is gonna be fucking rough. They look crazy. 
They just can shoot, bro. John yeah. Wall still looks pretty decent. Yeah. I don't I don't know. And they got Reggie Jackson right behind them. And like that's their weakest players to start pretty much. It's like yeah. a good team. Good team. good team. Everybody knew they were gonna be good. So yeah. Let's go into the season and get some wins. That's all we can say. That's Fast it. start, Jonathan. Say it with me. Fast start. You know the only thing worse than a slow start? John Kennedy or John Hollinger? Both. John. 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 We're sorry, John. Stop naming people with John. (laughs) Every John is just never going to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Way to go. Jonathan. It's just. (laughs) Hey. Okay, that's it. I'm done. done. (laughs) We're done.